0: One eight seven seven eight silver is the number, guildhallwealth.com, the website, your RSPs, your other registered funds. You will learn today, if you haven't already, by listening to the show, how to use those to get some physical metals into all of those accounts, as well, the e-store at the top right corner. An amazing deal happening right now, Republic Silver Bars, 1.17 over spot price. That is, uh, that is an amazing deal,
1: Darren. It's good to be here, and it is a good deal, John. Yes, Absolutely. We have a lot of people taking advantage of it, and um, we did have to go back to the well to get a little more of that product and we're happy we did that for clients so for the time being if you're listening to the show we have republic metals 10 ounce silver bars at a dollar 17 over spot which i think is an extremely competitive price and uh, you can take those bars home with you you can put them in the depository which we will tell you a little bit later in the show and of course you can always uh pick that product directly up from Hall or buy through our e-store online. So again, a lot to talk about in today's show. We are going to just touch base a little bit on the World Silver Survey 2017. There were some interesting finds over the last uh, year or so that they were collecting data. And of course, when that survey comes out, we like to share it with everybody. So we'll do that. We're happy to do it. We're going to talk a little bit about... uh, why right now, Matthew Worley, who is a, um, expert and, uh, writes for a number of different websites on, uh, precious metals in general has given us four reasons that silver is a strong buy. And in addition to that, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, Peter Janelli, uh, who wrote an article called silver. Don't miss the opportunity of a lifetime again, which was on the market Oracle. And then if you are a diamond, uh, person you like listening you want to buy you already own you are going to love what you are going to hear this week and if you haven't bought maybe not so much we're going to talk about price direction on pink diamonds and uh, we are going to mention a little more about what happened in the most recent auction for a beautiful unmatched pair of pink and blue pear-shaped diamonds that went at Sotheby's this past week of course You can expect, as always, that there are records being set by these sales, and these stones uh, certainly were not the exception to that rule. So we're going to talk a lot about that, but in the meantime, if you'd like to own some silver, if you've been thinking about buying silver, or if you already own and you want to add to your collection, remember Guildhall is a great place to go. Whether it's buying coins, whether it's buying bars, whether you're putting that in a registered account, that's right, we offer that. You can. Put precious metals, gold and silver, physical uh, into your registered accounts. RESP is a big thing right now. A lot of kids preparing for college. A lot of kids that are entering high school who in a few years will be prepared for college and university. Great way to get the RESP built is to add some bullion to it. Of course, if you're an RRSP holder, you've got another almost year to uh, top up that account and get the ball rolling there with your tax returns. Might be a great time considering where the price is in silver and of course, as always, if you're looking to just store silver with Hall because it's a security risk because you want liquidity because you like working with guildhall we do offer a depository account which you can use Uh, and store your product at of course with serial numbers if you want to have that type of security and safety and of course all the product that we sell on our site can be held there in your depository account so it's a great way to get started John.
0: 18778 silver is the number guildhallwealth.com is the the website. Hey Jeremy how you doing pal?
1: Good good
2: Um, Darren you were mentioning the registered accounts and as we get into the news and the topics of the day regarding precious metals um, I just wanted to quickly talk about the registered accounts because it's a very popular product with us, and it's something that we find the Canadians are really pursuing. And the idea here is that clients are able to personally have their physical precious metals in the registered account. What that means is they get title document that they own this product. Their product is segregated from all other holdings, meaning their their account holdings are not mixed or commingled with any other account's. In the depository, they receive the serial numbers for their products, and they can even go to the vault to personally audit their holdings and hold it in their hands. As you know, John, we always do like to say if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And this is the ultimate protection. Having a physical hard asset held outside the banking system in an independent vault facility is protecting your wealth and there's no better way to do it than what has been a way to protect wealth for thousands of years which is through hard assets of gold and silver Um, they are real wealth they go beyond just money they they are a way to protect wealth because there's no counterparty which means when you own gold or silver in your hand or in an account that is yours and yours only there is zero other risk to that to that asset a bank can go under or its stock can drop significantly or go to zero which we've seen or you could be locked out of of being able to uh, get your get your funds and in this case the product is always there so i think that this is something that anyone who's looking to hold precious metals in their in their rsp or if they want to get involved in precious metals And they want to utilize the funds from an RSP, you can transfer funds from an existing institution over to where we work with Quest Trade to offer this vehicle. And you can also do it in a TFSA, RIF, LIF, any sort of registered account, locked in account. And we walk everyone through that process thoroughly to make sure everything gets done properly. And uh, we try to do it as fast as possible. An account can be opened within uh, within, uh, 15, 20 minutes, including a transfer. There's no penalties to transfer funds from an existing institution. So if you're interested in holding physical precious metals in your registered account in your retirement savings plan, there's no penalty to move it from one institution or the other. Now, I'm not promising your outgoing institution isn't gonna be happy about you Mm. taking your money out. We're seeing that more and more every day that, that we're hearing excuses from these institutions. But I, I don't blame them. I mean, it's it's, you know, the stock market is at a high, even though it's come down a little bit today. Um, but you know, liquidity and cash is is at a premium, and banks want to want to keep their customers. But and putting it into into something like gold and silver means that they can no longer use those funds at all. And so that's why, in my opinion, banks don't necessarily like gold because they can't do anything with it, especially if it has to be fully allocated to the client. So give us a call. Look into the RSP. We'll show you how to do it. And it's an exciting investment. And when you look at it, it's actually just as economical to own physical precious metals as your paper products that you might have in your mutual funds.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver is that number Jeremy talking about? And Guildhallwealth dot TFSA is huge. You got what? It's it's over fifty k now, isn't it? In your fifty five thousand
1: is allowable now. So you never had a TFSA before. You have the ability to put up to fifty five thousand in total into that TFSA right now, and you could use that. Uh, and if the price of silver goes from sixteen and change where it is now, all the way up to fifty and change, no capital gains. Done. That's all yours. Sweet. Put it in your pocket. Keep it. It's all yours. And again, we alluded a little earlier in the show to uh, the World Silver Survey for 2017. And just from a highlight perspective, I wanted to just let people know what had happened. Uh, We had huge jumps in demand in particular areas and global silver output uh, fell for the first time in 14 years. And that silver production uh, dropped. And it's the first time since 2002 that it dropped uh, lower. And you had uh, that... Part of drop, driven primarily by drops in lower production and output of lead and zinc and gold sectors, as well as a sharp decline of uh, scrap supply to the market, which hit its lowest level since nineteen ninety six so less people are bringing their scrap supply to the market we we talked about the fact that you don't recycle. The silver you have in all of your electronic devices, you most likely don't even know it's there, but every cell phone that's put out onto the market has silver in it. And you can imagine how many millions of cell phones a year go into usage and how many millions come out of usage and they're no longer used. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So you've got a lot of that happening. And then according to that report, which was released just this past week, Uh, Total silver supply decreased by about 32.6 million ounces last year, which is in line with decreased demand for precious metal, uh, which had some falling sectors, which were jewelry, coin, and bar and industrial consumption uh, overall. However, that being said, there was an extremely positive outlook for energy technologies, which boosted commodities such as lithium and nickel used in energy storage batteries, and that provided a much-needed lift to silver demand last year. Now, if you look into the one particular arena that we've touched on from time to time, which is a very important area of demand for silver, it's the photovoltaic industry, which was driven by a 49% increase in solar panel installations, uh, which jumped 34% in 2016 to a record high of 76.6 million ounces, making it the strongest year of growth since 2010. So ultimately, you are starting to see particular arenas where you're getting growth in areas of technology like solar, pick up all of that loose slack and then some. And as we've mentioned, we know China, which led the way as well as U.S., uh, is is going to definitely be growing the amount of solar technology they use in their countries. So expect to see that rise dramatically. And when you couple that with a drop in the amount of supply, this does put us in a precarious position moving forward throughout not only this year, but for the next decade. Isn't that a big thing with
0: Tesla? That's a big initiative by, by uh, Tesla, is the. Uh Uh, uh, roofing tiles that are solar.
2: Yeah, and battery power, right? And batteries, uh, silver's used in in battery storage. But even on the solar power, we read an article, I guess about six months ago, seven months ago, that was talking about how China wants to power 350 million homes using solar power. So um, this is a a, a unique resource that Mm -hmm. is used in every single aspect of our everyday life, whether it's the cell phone that you're talking on, the car that you're driving, the TV that that you're watching anything electronic digital you turn on a light switch there's a silver contact point in that so we need it in every in every aspect of our life so having you know having that as part of your portfolio um, is to us very important but again it's also just because it's a, a physical asset so as opposed to owning a paper asset having a physical asset where you can store your wealth can be very important and look it's it's done very well over the last 15 years in our opinion, it's currently extremely undervalued, just looking at the the mining situation and, and uh, the inventories in the market. Uh, we feel it can be much, much higher from here. And even if, um, Darren, you're going to be talking about an article in the next segment where even if it were to go to $23, $24 an ounce, which is where it has to go for mining uh, companies to be profitable in this market, a lot of money can be made between here and there, especially if a client wants to use the physical allocated margin account that we're now providing to clients through Questrate. How does that work? So basically what it is, is clients are able to utilize their physical precious metals. Again, it's fully allocated, fully segregated products. So you receive the serial numbers for your product. You can go to the vault and and, and again, audit the product uh, to to verify that it's, it's there and it's physical and you can hold it. But you can finance up to 60% of the precious metals. So, you know, obviously that means you can get double the amount of silver in the market that you'd otherwise have. And you would only need uh, the $10 move in the market to make a lot of funds and a lot of money. And we'll talk about that in the next segment.
1: Four reasons why silver is a strong buy. And an article that Jeremy was just referencing (laughs) from Peter Janelli called Don't Miss the Opportunity of a Lifetime Again, from the Market Oracle, those will be in the next segment. We'll talk about them, and uh, don't turn away.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Investor Kit, Precious Metal Advisor, guildhallwealth.com is the website. Again, the e-store, your registered accounts. And a reminder, Republic Bars, uh, United States dollars, $1.17 over spot is the deal happening now. Get on this. They are they are selling rather quickly. Again, the, uh, the website for more details. Real Money Show continues. It's Talk Radio, AM640. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number, guildhallwealth.com is the website, the e-store in the top right corner, the uh, registered accounts you can use to get physical metals into your account, and Republic Silver Bars, 10-ounce bars, $1.17 over spot price, which is a fantastic deal. Darren, uh, what
1: you were talking about when we took a break? We did, and we mentioned two articles, one of which was from Seeking Alpha, called Four Reasons Why Silver is a Strong Buy, written by Matthew Worley and released on May 18th of this week. And he writes in the first paragraph, those who believe in the value of precious metals have heard comments of this ilk plenty. And the comment is a long-term believer in gold is inherently um, a misanthrop. When paper assets are at their height, it is commonly bandied about that gold bugs are misanthropic stodgy pessimists who wish to profit from any lapse in the glory of capitalistic progress. He then goes on to say, I tend to think of it a bit differently. In my purview, markets can behave irrationally, sometimes for years on end, and the intelligent investor seeks undervalued assets wherever they may be found. Now to this end, let's take a look at the inherent value of precious metals as an asset class, the current pricing disparity of silver, as well as the investing climate today. And of course this article goes on to delve into each one of those topics and he said why do silver and gold have any value at all he said the inherent value of precious metals is heavily debated as with any asset the value is tied to its objective usefulness and the law of supply and demand the most accepted notion is that gold and silvers are the objective holders of value versus fiat currency this stems from their historical use as currency and gold org he says puts their earliest use of gold as currency back to 550 BC. In more modern times, until 71, the US dollar was backed with a fixed value to gold for foreign investors. And since Nixon ended that gold standard, how can gold be an objective holder of value in relation to currency? And exactly, that's the exact point we've discussed, you know, until we're blue in the face from time to time on this show. And the idea is that, If you don't understand the concept of value and you don't understand what has been long-term value, then you are more likely to jump on the bandwagon. And sometimes we refer to it as the idea that you got a stock tip from Uncle Frank and you pursue that, and that becomes the basis for you telling the next person and so on and so forth until it's too late and everyone loses money. These irrational markets can last, stock markets can stay in very irrational places. Silver pricing and gold can stay in very irrational places for long periods of time. But this article is all about finding value. And the author of this article is basically saying that you have true value only but a handful of times in this entire bull market since 2002. And we're at one of those points right now with silver. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number
0: Guildhallwealth com. You know, I I don't know if it's necessarily. I, I agree that
2: there there's definitely value right now. There's no doubt about that. Uh, especially when you're looking around at markets that seem clearly overvalued at this point, uh, why wouldn't you start looking for value things to invest in? But I think. What I see in the market, and we've been in the markets for, at least I've been in the market for over 10 years, is that there are a lot of people looking to time the market perfectly, or they're just looking for a certain time set to get involved in the market. But what this market has shown over over decades is that gold and silver are a barometer of the purchasing power of the currency. Now, you can believe what the government says is the proper rate of inflation, you can believe it's less than 2% or you can say, yeah, the cost of my groceries and energy bills and my insurance and, and just living my life has gone up a lot more than 2% a year. The point is, is that how do you preserve your purchasing power and gold and silver do that over a long period of time? So if you look at, and I believe the, one of the articles you're talking about, Darren, points this out, that over, over a period of, of years, decades, currencies devalue completely. The US dollar is down like probably 99% since its inception. The British pound longest standing currency down over 98%. Um, All you have to do is look back 10 years and say, does a dollar buy me what it used to 10 years ago? what does a million dollars buy you you know 10 years ago a million dollars seemed like a ton of money today it seems like nothing the way houses are being snapped up at 1.3 1.4 how do you protect against this this inflation and you know i think the banks and the investment industry and again this is just my opinion but i think they want to wrap you into things equities because they pay dividends or anything like this well what good is a dividend if the stocks down 50% you're not going to you're not going to you're not going to cash in if, you're, if your stock's down. It doesn't matter if it's paying you 2%. I was speaking with an advisor this week, and we were, we were both just part of the same choir saying, you know, people get involved in GICs at 2 3% over several years. They're not beating inflation with that. How do you beat inflation? Well, you know, you need something that's going to go up in the long term, at least over 8% a year, and precious metals have done that all you have to do is go back to a chart so rather than looking for a small piece of the pie to try to win a lottery ticket think of it as I need to have physical precious metals in my portfolio I'll start today I'll add if I see great drops in price along the way but I want to have up to you know 10 maybe 15% of my wealth in precious metals because you don't know what can happen you know look at look at home capital for instance now it's a small fish the the mortgage company alternative lender but you know when things got shaky almost everyone pulled their deposits out of the money out of the bank within or the trust company within within weeks and it happens very very quickly we saw it happen in 2008 when loss of confidence happens it can it can disappear in an instant How do you protect against that? Have a hard asset that has nothing to do with that period. Mm -hmm. That's why we love precious metals. We're not telling people to be involved 100%. We're not advisors. You know, look look into the investment, see if it's right for you. Some people it's just not right for, and that's okay. But compare physical precious metals history against the history of fiat currencies, and I think you're going to see that you're going to want to have some of this in your portfolio.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver the number to get started, guildhallwealth.com. Again, as uh, Jeremy and Darren have both been saying, use your RSP accounts and other registered accounts as well to
1: get started. And the e-store in the top right corner. It is, is a convenient way to do that. The e-store is uh, easy for people who like to be at home and uh, have uh, a lot of tools in front of them to do the right research Mm -hmm. and their due diligence in buying a particular type of product. So easy, again, to do and use, and we offer PayPal. So if anybody uses that, it's an easy way to make a payment, and uh, we're happy to be putting it up there. Now, as Jeremy was saying before, when you look at currencies, I mean, imagine if you were a pound holder. It's If you look at the world's oldest existing currency right now, it's the UK sterling, and those that had all of their wealth in their savings uh, in sterling, took a huge hit when Brexit uh, was announced. That's, the, you know, the pound sterling fell to, I think, as low as about 1.19 sterling against the US dollar, which is the lowest point in, in, I mean, I can't even remember, probably since i was been alive. It's a hefty hit, but when you look at the big picture, as Jeremy was suggesting, it pales in comparison to what's happened to the pound over, let's say, the last even, you know, 70 years, you know, since, let's say, the 1940s, 1950s. There has been such a tremendous loss of wealth that if you compare it against uh, the what what happened in inflationary terms against the same US dollar and its buying power against the US dollar, it's lost ninety nine and a half percent of its buying power just since nineteen fifties. Yeah, you, you need you need an
2: inflation fighter in your portfolio. Not just try to pick a gold winning stock. I shouldn't use that term gold winning stock. I should just say a lottery winning <laughs> right. stock that's going to, you know, not every stock's a 10-bagger and you're just waiting to to, you know, find some sort of penny stock that's going to turn you into a millionaire. The idea here is especially for registered accounts where you're cl- and this is why we think it's so successful in the the RSPs is because people Naturally, think long term in those investments. They think, yeah, I'm going to put it away. I'm not going to touch it for the next 20, 30 years. So, you can have an inflation fighter like gold or silver in your portfolio. And all you need is silver to move up. And, you know, it's in in the last 15 years, I think the average is something like over 15% a year. So, to have that in your portfolio, you know, when you commit money to an RSP, you have to beat inflation. You also have to beat the taxes you're going to pay when you take it out. So the the odds are somewhat stacked against you in the RSP. So you really need to find something that's going to work for you long term. But what's interesting about Brexit, Darren, is that, yeah, the the pound dropped a ton against a whole bunch of basket of currencies, but gold jumped up over 30% in the British pound. So those who had gold in their portfolio really gained the day after Brexit by holding precious metals. But if you didn't have precious metals and you wanted to try to buy it afterwards, it was instantly more expensive. Is it more expensive or is it a reflection of the loss of
0: purchasing power of the pound? one 8 silver online to
1: guildhallwealth.com. Darren. So what this article basically concludes is that right now there are four reasons why silver is a strong buy here. And despite all the talk of inflation, despite the talk of value, really what it comes down to is it's an inflation hedge. They have a track record of of holding value, that's to say both gold and silver, but silver in particular when it's undervalued. Current price disparity of gold to silver, which is to say that silver is very cheap in comparison to gold at this point in time and the premium pricing of other asset classes. It's much more expensive right now to dip into the stock market. It's much more expensive to dip into those other markets, those other arenas, especially real estate, which we talk about at length. And of course, if you're following that along with Guild Hall, you'll know that it's become increasingly difficult for new families, people with new money, where you get generational wealth to be able to speculate and expect that in 10 years from now, a house they buy today will be twice as worth mm-hmm. twice as much uh, like it happened in the last 10 years so ultimately that's saying something and of course when he uh, puts this article together he's just basically saying that look the the bottom line is even if we use the the numbers that are given to us by the governments, a dollar today a US dollar today will be a hundred percent you know there be a hundred percent of inflation at two and a half percent by 2044. Will your wealth withstand that hit? Will you be able to say, I can comfortably play twice as much for something in 2044 as I do today and know that you have the savings in your bank account and you have the diversity in your portfolio to protect yourself against that gain? I would argue that most people don't and it's probably why you're tuned in and it's probably why we would make the suggestion that you consider uh, the opportunity before you. We'll talk more about precious metals,
0: and again, Jeremy, another uh, record auction for more colored diamonds that keep happening. You keep telling people it's going on, right? It's it's unbelievable what's happening at auction, and um, as we were discussing
2: before the show, that uh, let, we're going to do some comparisons of the colored diamonds at auction versus yep. the white diamonds at auction.
0: So that's all coming up. one silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. Again, the e-store. You can start uh, purchasing uh, physical metals right now in the comfort of your own home. you got a PayPal account. Even easier, the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and the deal going on right now. 10-ounce Republic Metal Silver Bars, $1. seventeen over spot price. It is fantastic. Go to the website or call for more details. Real Money Show continues talk radio, AM 640. one silver is the number, guildhallwealth.com. you want to check out the fantastic collection of diamonds, especially yellow diamonds. Go to guildhalldiamonds.com as well. Let's talk about that, Jeremy. So we, we mentioned this a few
2: weeks back about uh, the upcoming auction, which... Uh concluded last a uh, few days ago, mm-hmm. which was um, at Sotheby's in Geneva. They were put up to uh, auction. It was the title of the auction overall was Magnificent Jewels and Noble Jewels, which mm-hmm. uh, it's been interesting to just even leaf through the catalog that they had. But what up, What was up for sale? The highlight of the of the auction was the Apollo and Ar- Ar- Artemis diamonds. And what they are is they were two diamonds, pair cut, yep. very large. Both vivid, a pink and a blue. Beautiful. So if you were to wear these, you'd have one, a blue on one side, a pink on the other. You'd think, oh, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I want them to match. Well, actually, these two colors together bring out the colors in each mm-hmm. other. That's why they're they're so special. Um, they did uh, sell for what they were looking to get. Actually, I believe just a little bit over. They sold for fifty-seven million, Hello. Um, which became the most valuable pair of earrings ever sold at auction. Um, they're saying there was dynamic bidding, lots, uh, lots of action at the at the show, and um, there were also some other items that went up uh, to the auction so throughout this segment we're just going to go through the uh the Sotheby's site and talk about some of these diamonds that went up for auction in particular comparing what the pink diamonds were selling for versus some of the white diamonds
1: and the importance of looking at this auction really comes down to a couple of unique factors one They didn't sell the diamonds as a pair because of their rarity their uniqueness and how stunning they were and the worldwide audience that this attracted at the auction they broke the pair up so one blue one pink we haven't even ascertained yet whether the buyer paid uh, the same for both, or whether he bought, uh, I mean, bought both, or whether he just bought one, or uh, there were two buyers, we don't know yet. So we know what they fetched, the mm-hmm. the both stones together, which was, um, you know, $57.4 million. And Jeremy here is looking through and has a ton of information about the importance of the diamonds here. But what we do know that this is going to lead to is ultimately, and for those holding pinks, of course, they love hearing this, but... Uh, Those that are thinking of buying, this will push a lot of pressure downwards. And as that filters through the system at wholesale, we'll be paying more uh, per carat for pinks. And of course, when you look at that, I remember starting back in uh, many moons ago in this business and thinking about, how expensive. Wow. Who would buy a one-carat pink for $200,000? It's, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Now to be able to find a beautiful, vivid one-carat pink for $250,000, I mean, you can't do it. it doesn't exist, it. right? And we were just saying off-air, John, it's the same thing. When you look at value, we're talking about, as Jeremy's going to mention here, the blue that went uh, in that pairing, Paul has mentioned numerous times about a particular blue we had here at the firm, uh, which ultimately, instead of being sold to our customer base, was sold back to the wholesaler, and he paid some two, almost three hundred thousand dollars more from us than he sold it to us for. I and of course, he had it made into a piece and probably sold it for just a little over a million dollars. Imagine being able to take a four hundred thousand dollar stone. And based on the auction results from here in Sotheby's, take a $400,000 stone, and in six, seven years, and it's never a guarantee, but based on current conditions, yep. being able to sell that diamond and then park your money in a brand new Rosedale home. Yeah, like in six, seven years. I mean, like it's insane to think that that's what's happening. But ultimately, it is. And money makes money in this market, John. And those that are accredited investors or those that have the disposable income to spend a half a million, you would be uh, wise to consider that type of diversification. It comes in all forms. There is speculation in real estate, there is art collection, there is wine collection, there is car collection, but uh, the fancy colored diamond collection is number one, the most low maintenance investment I've ever been a part of. I mean, there's nothing to do except for enjoy the piece Mm -hmm. and wait. And uh, number two, from price perspective, I think that diamonds remain, especially the smaller diamonds that we're used to getting into portfolios. These aren't 10 and 12 and 15 carat unaffordable diamonds. These are diamonds that start in $35,000, $40,000 range, which just 10 years ago, were starting in six, seven, dollars $8,000 range. So this is a really something that people can get and sink their teeth into and put in their portfolio. But I would guess, Jeremy, based on what you're going to share with us now, that that's not going to last much longer. No, I think that ultimately there's,
2: a, a, I mean, the diamonds that we're talking about are complete superstones. You know, when we're talking about um, half of that Artemis um, or, or the the diamond earring story that we're talking about here is the blue is over 14 carats, vivid blue IF. The pink was fancy intense. It's 16 carats VVS quality. Uh, the blue sold for 42 million and then the pink sold for 15 million. Um, And you'd be thinking, well, pinks aren't that, you know, who cares about pinks then? Yeah, but it's all about the rarity and just how rare these diamonds are. And just to compare for a moment, to consider, this comparison is all about considering what would you want to have in your portfolio long-term or just in your possession long-term. So at this auction, um, a 21-carat D-color, which is the best, so it's white as white can be, uh, VVS emerald cut. It was a Van Cleef Arpel ring sold for $2.6 million. That's a white diamond. That's a white diamond. That's U.S. dollars. Right. Okay. okay? Um, How many carats? It was 21 carats. Okay, 21. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So 21 carats, $2.6 gotcha. million. Dollars. A 7 carat, 7.04, intense purplish pink. Third of the size. Yeah. Third of the size. VS1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so not quite as good clarity, but very good for a pink sold for 13 million.
0: <laughs> Almost okay. seven times as much. Yes. So, Wait, come
2: on. So, okay. If you were getting engaged, what would you rather have long-term the white diamond or the pink? Um, right, maybe exactly. the pink wouldn't be quite as, uh, um, accessible, but there are yellow diamonds, which would be somewhere in the middle of these two. Um, uh, here's another example, 32 carat, 32.42. So that. It's a monster. It doesn't, it's a monster. Yeah. Again, D quality, VVS, pear cut. This one's from Harry Winston's.
0: White diamond. So yep.
2: again, these diamonds, this is why you go to Harry Winston or you go That's to right. Van Cleef Arpel because the diamonds that they're selling are just about as good a white diamond as you could possibly buy anywhere. This sold at auction for $3.3 3 uh, How many carats? $30, 30 million.
0: Two, thir- how many? How many carat? How big is it?
2: Sorry. Uh, sorry. $3.3 3 It was 32 carats. Yeah. So, again, compare that to a blue diamond that's sold at auction, a 3.32 vivid blue.
0: Tenth the size.
2: IF, enough. a tenth the size, literally a tenth the size, yep. emerald cut, um, just under $7 million.
0: Investment why, grade.
2: Yeah. Why is someone buying a diamond for $7 million and not buying four houses? Right. That's the question. Yep it's because these diamonds are going to continue to go up in value. No one else is going to own anything like that on the planet. Um, and it's such a safe place to store money. You know, yeah, you can use the investment to again just grow your wealth and eventually sell it. Once you sell it though, that's it. You're you're not going to get back into the market and buy that diamond. Whoever buys this, uh, whoever bought this 3.32 carat vivid blue inten- uh, internally flawless diamond for just under 7 million dollars US Okay. If they were to sell it, they can't expect to buy that again in no. several years for what they paid for it now. Not even close. That is the key to this investment. Am I going to be able to buy this in 10 years for what I'm paying for it today? The answer is no. And the the first answer is try to find them. When we talk to a lot of our clients, the first thing they'll say is I can't find nearly the product that you that you have on your website, that you have available? And we say yes, because we go out, we acquire these diamonds for our own investments, and then we open that investment up to the public. So very similar to art galleries, high-end art galleries, that will actually invest in that art and then turn around and sell it uh, down the road. We do invest in these diamonds ourselves. So we have done the research on these diamonds to to know that they're investment grade, that the quality is there, that it looks good on paper, but in real life, it also looks good. Because in this business, things can look good on paper and fall flat in real life. I think that's a little bit like online dating. You know, it's great on paper, and then you meet the person, and just there's nothing going Check, on. Please. Check please. Whereas you have to, these diamonds have to have, to have the fire, the brilliance, and everything that you're looking for, and the strength of color. Mm-hmm. We actually have some fancy pinks, argyle that we've recently got into Guildhall that I know Paul says this a lot, but in this case, I you know, I can see why he's saying this all the time. These look like intense diamonds. They're, they're fancy, but they must be on the upper end of the strength of color. Right. And this is a great way for people to get involved in a pink diamond, especially an argyle pink diamond for, you know, um, in this case, we're looking at the high 20s for that Canadian. Um, so low 20s pre-tax, you can get involved in this. A couple of them are just around the 30000 mark. mark. Um, they're going to be going up to the website, but the best way to see them, the way we do, see them in person, you have to. come visit us and see them in person. But again, the point I want to make and just leave you here on this, this note, once you sell that diamond, you're not making any more money in that market. This is the type of market that you buy a diamond because the best laid plans don't always happen the way you want them to. Anyone who was invested in in um, tech stocks in the in the late 90s, anyone who was invested in real estate in the US in 2008, um, anyone who was invested in the stock market before the savings and loan crisis. You just don't know when you've laid out your best plans and things just don't go the way you wanted them to. You have a, a hard asset like a natural fancy colored diamond that are rare and constantly going up in value. Now, we also are providing these diamonds for jewelry as well. So you, we'll, we'll see a lot of fancy yellow internally flawless diamonds being put into jewelry and they look absolutely stunning. The only problem is you're going to have friends that are going to want a better diamond than what you have. And yeah. all of a sudden they want a, an intense instead of a fancier, they want a larger one. So just keep that in mind when you are purchasing a diamond.
1: And that's what brings us to the very most important point that we could discuss here is that As an investor, you have an opportunity, limited opportunity, to do what's right, whether it comes to managing your family's wealth, whether it comes to managing your own wealth. And uh, when you think about those milestones in your life, that moment you uh, are going to celebrate a wedding because your son or daughter uh, is going to be... Uh, taking that plunge. The moment you are going to be supplying the down payment for the new home for your son or daughter, the moment they make it to university and you realize that that's going to be a $100,000 endeavor, and you're wondering, how am I going to raise the capital to do that? this may well be one of those opportunities that come in very handy for milestone investors and of course as we said earlier there's nothing to this you put this in the back of the safety deposit box in your safe at home if you have insurance to do so and of course you allow it to accumulate wealth for you it works for you while you sleep day and night and as we said earlier in the show Unfortunately, there does come a time every year we go through this, we're coming up on that crucial moment where from the JCK, the first weekend in June, Jeremy and Paul will uh, be looking and sourcing through different types of diamonds that we'll want to add to our collection, and of course we already know what the outcome will be, Sotheby's doesn't make Uh, auctions like the Apollo and Artemis uh, auction happen unless they themselves know the market is going to change. The dynamics of that will change. And we believe the wholesale price of pink diamonds will be rising. And unfortunately, in order to replace a pink diamond, we have to pay the higher price, which means those prices get passed on to our investors. Mm -hmm. So while the prices are still where they are, we've said it year after year, it's a great opportunity. There's tons of value still there on the site. And uh, we certainly implore you to go and take a look and Do your own due diligence, but at the end of the day, please ask questions, get to know, and become familiar with this. and I'm sure that you will agree with me that it was one of the best decisions you ever made. The number one eight seven seven
0: eight silver, you want to check out the uh, collection before you go see them in person guildhalldiamonds.com. We'll bounce back over some precious metal some highlights, and recapping for our uh, fourth segment here in the show this afternoon. The numbers one eight seven seven eight silver, as I said, guildhallwealth.com. You can get the precious metal advisor, the investor kit, the e store is there as well. Start uh, building wealth and get. Getting physical metals into your own accounts with your RSP and other registered accounts. That information is online. And right now, a pretty big special they have uh, going on here, and that is uh, Towns Republic, uh, me- <clears throat> that is 10 ounce Republic Metals Silver Bars, $1.17 over spot. That's US dollars, so get them while you can there. Selling rather quickly. More of the Real Money Show is coming right up, Talk Radio AM 640 one 8 silver the number, guildhallwealth.com. Your RSPs and registered accounts, you can use those to uh, stock up on physical physical metals, that, in the e-store as well. Darren, take it home, pal. Well,
1: we talked earlier in the show, John, about a number of things, one of which was the World Survey on Silver for 2017. And some of the key findings of the latest World Silver Survey were that the annual average silver price rose 9.3% in 2016, Uh, to just over $17 per ounce, which was its first year-over-year rise since 2011. Again, an inclination of where we're heading in the coming years. On the supply side, total supplies fell about 32.6 million ounces. And uh, on the global mine production, it recorded its first decline since 2002, down about 5 million ounces to 885 million ounces, making it more than likely we're going to experience a deficit in years to come. The largest producer of silver in the world is Mexico as a country, and of course, they were the hardest hit. Their mines dropped some 11% in terms of total production, and of course, that adds to the whole debate about what is the intrinsic value of silver. From a supply and demand perspective, I personally don't think you find a better argument for why to buy silver than looking at supply and demand. In addition to that, we talked about four very strong reasons right now why silver is a value buy, and uh, we touched based on the Matthew Worley article from Seeking Alpha, and he just basically summarized that there were four main uh, reasons to get into the silver market. One was the inflation hedge that it presents. Two is the track record of value. Uh, Of course, it holds value, especially in times of inflation. Uh, 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 When it comes to a dollar is a dollar is a dollar, we know in currency that's just not true anymore. What a dollar buys today is certainly not what it bought 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, but what an ounce of silver buys 40 50 years ago it still buys today even at a lower price again he talked about current price disparity meaning that in comparison to gold silver right now presents incredible opportunity and the last one was that premium pricing of other asset classes we talked about the irrationality of the stock markets and where they're heading, and how ultimately, if you believe that the next two or three years can present value in the stock market for you as an investor, please don't uh, don't listen to what we're saying. Go ahead, and if you believe strongly and have done your due diligence and trust the people you work with, that's exactly what we would suggest you do. But if you think that it's more than likely we are going to have a pullback of some sort, either in the housing market here in Canada, which bleeds into the stock market in the mortgage sector, or if there's a particular group or interest area that you have that you think may pull back and now's the time to think about adding value in your portfolio by putting silver and gold there before it's too late because if it's something that has happened time and time again and we've told people it's that when the price starts to move when silver is 20 an ounce or 25 an ounce every step of the way we get more and more buyers instead of buying when it's 16 people are waiting until it's 25 and they're losing out on all of that gain. They believed the story while well, it was sixteen, but they waited to buy. And then, of course, we touch based on the value of colored diamonds and and
2: just before we move to that, but uh, you know, if you just have precious metals in your portfolio as opposed to waiting for the right time to buy it, you're already there and well positioned for when those markets move or when you need those markets to move as as the uh, hedge. And the idea is, of course, and we've said this many times on the show, is you can't buy insurance after the fire. Mm. So it's important to get involved in the precious metals. They are they are very under, very much undervalued right now. You can get those ten ounce bars of of silver if, if you're just getting started. The the Republic bars, ten ounce, dollar seventeen over spot. Those are moving very quickly. Uh, everyone's taking advantage of that. But uh, again, this is all about protecting and growing wealth, and nothing can do that better than a hard asset, especially a finite, very rare, very beautiful asset like a natural fancy colored diamond. We saw we, we continue to see it at auction time and time again. These diamonds are not failing to, to grab people's attention, and people are saying, yep, I'm willing to spend $58 million on a, on a pair of earrings to hold on to because... I'm just not going to be able to get them at a lower price in the next 10 years. And, and I think that that's not, that's not a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think it's a nature of the market that, it, that these diamonds are just so rare. So especially for us getting involved in, a, in an argyle pink diamond of high quality, meaning good clarity, strong color, uh, good cut – is something that is going to be such a unique avenue in your portfolio that it's going to be difficult to part with. You're not going to want to part with that because it's going to just continue to make money, in our opinion.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver the number to start investing, guildhallwealth.com. Precious Metal Advisor, and again, as Jeremy just mentioned, your registered accounts is an excellent way to uh, fill up on physical metals. The e-store in the top right corner, you can begin investing uh, right there from your home and use your PayPal as well, Dan.
1: The last thing we wanted to touch base on today was an article by Peter Ginelli from the Market Oracle called Silver Don't Miss the Opportunity of a Lifetime. Again, of course, because when we started doing this, the price of silver was, give or take, around 4 bucks an ounce, $3.50 an ounce, and ultimately has risen to $49 plus per ounce. And, of course, we're sitting right in the trench of where when we were looking at the $18 per ounce price, $16, $17 per ounce price in the fall of 2010, and ultimately by spring of 2011, we saw it rise to 49, we were saying the same thing. We were talking about the same arguments. We were talking about the same supply and demand features of and value that can be found in silver at that particular time when that ratio to gold spread way out. And Peter Janelli writes, silver has always been one of the most essential metals on the planet, and yet it never has received the same respect as gold gets if tomorrow morning we woke up and we discover there's no gold on the planet the truth is only three groups of people would miss it banks which use it as a partial reserve private investors who use it as a hedge and the general consumers who buy it in the form of jewelry he says however if we wake up tomorrow and there was no silver on the planet in addition to investors and jewelry buyers the biggest group would be who would be devastated by its demise would be the majority of the tech industry listed on the nasdaq whose very existence depends on silver in fact not a single day goes by when you don't use some sort of gadget that doesn't have a small amount of silver in it and you need to think about that for a minute and the article points out according to the last count there are over 7.3 billion people on the planet Earth, and easily it says 80% of them can't go through a single day without using something that doesn't have silver in it. From cell phones to tablets, computers, cars, solar panels, and beyond, silver is a very essential ingredient as an electronic conductor without which many companies who manufacture these gadgets would literally be in deep trouble. Let him cite an example here. In fact, in the case of cell phones alone, according to data from GSMA intelligence, today there are approximately 7.15 billion active mobile devices on earth. And that is almost one mobile device per man, woman, and child on the planet. Now add to that all the other essential devices that were already mentioned in that article above and you'll get the magnitude of how important silver is in our daily lives. And he says it's truly amazing, isn't it? But wait, there's more. And he says, according to multiple reports, well over 90% of all above-ground silver supply has already been used in commercial applications used as in gone for good mm. this is because it's too expensive and time-consuming to extract and recycle the used silver from manufactured devices already in use add to that dilemma the cost of mining a single ounce of silver by miners and you start to get the whole picture now, this article goes on to talk about why once again, you are being presented with one of the best opportunities in a lifetime to buy silver at an undervalued price right now here today. And this
2: just comes back to, you don't have to panic about when to get involved in the market. Just position yourself in the market, get something in, in get some skin in the game, get some insurance in mm. your portfolio. And you know if the the feeling strikes you see a good price you add some more to the portfolio but one day we're going to wake up and the price is going to be much much higher and for for people to start taking silver out of out of cell phones and computers, the price is going to have to be in the triple digits for sure. I think some of the things you were mentioning, Darren, are key points in the sense that there's 7 billion people on the planet. You mentioned all of the people, all of the cell phones out there, and yet there's only 1 billion ounces of silver actually above ground at this point once you take away everything that's been used in all those cell phones. So in fact, silver is a strategic resource, but it's also a very quickly depleting resource, and mining companies are not economically in a position to keep mining this. So what you end up happening is when you have a, a depressed price, like what we're seeing in the market, you get people a being able to buy more than their fair share. So you've got people able to buy a thousand ounces instead of just a couple hundred ounces. So people are stockpiling a lot more. The savvy buyers are buying a lot more. That's like the 10 ounce bars that we that we have yep. on special people are buying a lot more of those because you can get more than, than your fair share. And then of course You're affecting the mining profitability, so you're actually depleting the resource. So just eventually the the law of supply and demand will take over. And there's also a lot of theories being put forth about the short squeeze on silver that's coming, which is the idea that you'll either have these people who are shorting the market, entities who are going to get caught on the wrong side, or the entities that are shorting the market, meaning they think the market's going to go lower, but they don't have the physical product backing them. And then the people on the other side say, I'll take delivery of that. And when you don't have the product to deliver, you have to go out into the market to do so. And now you're going out into a market that's already low on supply. What does that do to the price? So that can be absolutely explosive. And that's what this market's like. So get the information and to have it in your RSP or TFSA is It still boggles my mind. I still think it's brilliant, even though we've helped put it all together. But the idea of being able to hold physical product, it's your own product. You can visit your product, hold it in your hand. What does that mean? That means that the internet could go down. It means the financial system could collapse. It means that there could be a systemic economic collapse. You can't go to a bank machine. But when the lights go on, which have silver in them, and... You know, you find out where the banks really are, as as uh, Warren Buffett says. You know, when the tide goes out, you find out who's naked. And when the lights finally go b- back on, you know how much cash you actually have if you have access to it. Hmm. But you know you have the gold, and that's the whole point here: is do you have a physical asset? Where it's going? Where is it going to be in the next ten, fifteen years?
0: One eight seven seven eight
1: silver is that number? Get on at guildhallwealth.com. Darren, take her home, pal. Well, listen, if you ever had a doubt about silver, ask yourself one question. When it is so undervalued, by some accounts, nearly $7 less than what it costs to pull an ounce out of the ground, why would a company like J.P. Morgan, who isn't stockpiling oil or houses or stocks or options or treasuries, why would they have, by some accounts, as much as 100 million ounces of physical silver in New York and London? Why? What possible reason could they have to want to hold that much silver unless they knew something you didn't? If that's not cause enough for you to think twice about why you should have silver in your portfolio, I don't know what else is. I hope everybody has a prosperous week.
0: one silver is the number guildhallwealth.com. Online is the website, the e-store, top right corner. Your PayPal account, it's that simple. You can get the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and finally, your registered accounts like your RSP, your TFSA, LIF, RIF, Lira. All those can be used to get physical, physical metals into those accounts. Get on it, like the guy said, and check out the uh, diamonds as well. Natural Fancy Color Diamonds, guildhalldiamonds.com for that collection. And the uh, the deal continues, very good one as well. 10-ounce Republic Metal Silver Bars, $1.17 over spot price, U.S. dollars right now. Get on that while you can. Real Money Show Till next time. Talk Radio, AM 640.